0: After they play, You have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboards Open
1: Line Full time Celtic 3 Morton 0 The only other game we have in the cup this afternoon Comes at 3 o'clock It's between Aberdeen and Kilmarnock And then tomorrow Great fixtures as well Rangers against Falkirk The later of the two But before that Motherwell against Hearts Now the open line isn't usually open until 5 o'clock But this is a bit of a Saturday with a difference So now is the time for you to get in touch and let us know what you think What did you make of the Celtic-Morton game? Who impressed you? Who didn't impress you? What did you make of that big penalty decision That went in Celtic's favour? If you'd rather talk about tomorrow We can do that as well Rangers and Falkirk fans Motherwell and Hearts fans Get in touch now 0141-951-1025. we We'll also hear from Brendan Rodgers And Jim Duffy And
0: uh, you asked that before the break Gordon How would Jim Duffy react? I don't think he'll be an angry man I think he'll be uh, a realistic, philosophical man His team were well beaten uh, And they acquitted themselves well First half But in the second half They they vanished without trace And that was because Celtic As Gordon Diehl had suggested at half time Had to up the pace Had to up the intensity level And they did And when Edouard came on He added another dimension mm. I think that uh, I know Murdo thinks that James Forrest Was the man of the match But I think for, for his two goals For the headed clearance uh, That might have given him a hat-trick I I thought Moussa Dembele made a real contribution He was willing to put in a shift back defending uh, And he looked the best he has looked for some time And that must give Brendan Rodgers a a lot of pleasure Given who his next opponent will be
2: I think the big thing as well for Morton Was the way the manager has organised his whole team for this today Because teams in Scottish football in the Premier League, Premiership they know what's going to happen. Morton are coming, going into the unknown, and they were so well organised, and you know, a be bit unfortunate, that, you know, they, they're talking about the, the goal they got disallowed, but the penalty was outside the box. But again, it wasn't so much, they were hanging on for most of the game, and, but they were so well organised. And see,
1: see, to be fair, uh, and by the way, I'm not saying this is there, it means it was the right decision or anything, but it wasn't really a disallowed goal, was it? Because the whistle had gone. The whistle had gone. People stopped, yeah. and then the ball went into the back of the net. Yeah. It was still potentially the yeah, wrong decision in, because yeah. it came off a Celtic yeah, yeah, head.
3: It was, it was a cut back, in it yeah. was a free. Listen, a free shot? You know, I'm not denying yeah, that at all, yeah. but I'm just mean. But it's, two, it's two, big decisions. It's two big decisions. I mean, Celtic were by far the better side, you know, and deserved to win the game. But you know, they were two big moments in the game. I would imagine Jim will like to want to talk about that. But uh, he's right. He's not one of them for shouting referees terrible and blah blah. You wouldn't do that. You'll just, you maybe see he's just a wee bit disappointed That they, they, were, they were given a penalty or whatever I can't see Jim losing his rag
1: at Gordon DL, you were at the game These things tend to get worse when you've seen them back But initially, at the time, what was Jim Duffy's reaction to that penalty?
4: Ah, just a bit disappointed, I think um, You know, Jim, is very much involved in the game um, He talks to his players for a full 90 minutes And after the game, he was out there clapping every one of them Saying, well done I think he'll be disappointed knowing Jim and the professionalism that he's got, if you look at the goals and Celtic were always going to score goals here this afternoon, especially second half because they were a threat, they were creating chances and it was going to come, but if you look at the first goal you've got to close down, you can't let Tom Rogic get his head up, pick out Dumbelli. Dumbelli's standing cell, terrific leap, great, great header for a center forward. you've got to say but Jim, Jim being an ex-defender and sets the standards, he'll be disappointed with that, but Celtic second half were a lot lot better. Um, they they moved the ball about a lot quicker. They were uh, creating chances, and uh, I thought Dumbelli second half played very very well and uh, got his two goals. And that gives so much confidence going to uh, you know the big game next week. At
1: Some tweets coming in at Clyde SSB. Anthony says um I would like to say Marvin Comper impressed me, but they played ten men behind the ball, so it's hard to have an opinion on any of the back line. Wasn't a penalty. But if he's not deliberately tripped The ref doesn't have a decision to make Gazzarino's on And he says Edward to start Ahead of Sinclair Next weekend Gordon can, mm. it, it would be Well I guess You know Over the over the period of Brendan Rogers Being in charge You would think it was unlikely But are, are we at the stage Where that is
4: a real possibility No I don't think it is Um Because if he Let's like, see Brendan Rogers Changed it this afternoon And put him up front Went two up top I don't think he'll do that at Ibrox next week. I think he'll go with same formation: the four, the two, the three, and the one. That's the formation he started with today against Morton. Um, but I don't, th- I can't see him playing out in the left. I know he's come on as a sub and played wide left. Uh, you've got McGregor that can fill that. I wouldn't be surprised. And I know what the boys are saying: Scott Sinclair get hooked at half time today. Now we don't know if he'd a niggle. We don't know what the situation was. Brendan Rodgers will probably clear that up. But I wouldn't be surprised if Brendan Rodgers. Put them in against Rangers next week
1: Okay well of course We are going to hear from Brendan Rodgers and Jim Duffy Before the programme ends We're definitely coming off Early this afternoon Because there's not really Any games on So 01419511025 Get your thoughts in And listen to this Look at this for the first call On today's open line Hugh Evans. You know I've got this wee screen That says yes. the name And then what team they support This one says uh, George Bowie Morton So (laughs) Ah. let's see Let's see what he's got A bit earlier than usual You don't usually hit the airwaves Till six o'clock On a Saturday George What did you make of that
5: Absolutely, I thought for sixty minutes we played brilliant, and then once we lost the goal, there was only one team going to win it. But it's, we did ourselves proud. If we play like that in the playoffs, then anything could happen.
1: Are you and your fellow um, Morton fans angry, disappointed? What's um, the reaction about the penalty? It, well, I
5: was right next to the goal, and it didn't. It looked as if it was outside the box to me. I don't know. I need to see it again. So, I mean, you're not going to make excuses about that because Celtic are going to win anyway. You know what I mean? It was the game was kind of over by then, and. Once the first goal went in, there was only going to be one team that won it. So I'm not really that bothered about the penalty. I thought we we did ourselves proud, you know. I mean, played really well. It's very, very it,
1: gracious in defeat, as our Bowie isn't it yeah, yeah, it's Aye,
5: it's, the, it was one of those things, you know. What I mean, it's, you know they're they're the big team in Scotland, best team in Scotland right now, and we held their own for sixty minutes. So,
2: George, time, you were only one nothing down. It, it's what. You were only one nothing down at the penalty kick. I
5: know, but after, I think the heads went down after that, that first goal. I think that that was it. You know, what I mean, we are holding out for. But you hit
0: the nailing, you hit the nail on the head, George, because it's all about the remainder of the season, making sure that Morton are in the playoffs, and with Jim Duffy and the players you have, you always believe that it could happen.
5: Absolutely. I mean, last year we got to the playoffs, and with kind Of ran out of steam by the end of the season this year, it's been the other way around. We started quite poorly, and the last few months we've been playing really well. You know, we didn't have a great result the other night. And I've never been as cold as I was on Tuesday night at Capolo, but um, up until then, we were doing really, really well. If, so, if, if Morton get up, will you play the hollies for me? I will do Shugster on the GBX, <laughs> I'll put a beat behind it. How's that, <laughs> George, uh, George?
2: It's a wee bit different for Morton to play like that, you know, that the formation and the way they've had to defend. Were you really pleased the way they played? Uh, they defended today.
5: Absolutely, I was just saying that to my mate John. We were walking back to the car. I Thought the way we defended was brilliant. Uh, that could have done a bit more up front. I felt, but you know, with, with a couple of shots, which was good. Um, but yeah, de- defensively they were brilliant as, as a unit. You know,
1: great yeah. stuff. Big thank you to George Bowie. He's a big Morton fan, as you know. Off to the game this afternoon. Enjoy your night, George. Thanks for joining thank us. Thank you, guys. There um, we are. See you later Just had to get that Off his chest I think Coming out of the uh, game
0: The man's got a long Drive ahead of him He's doing a charity show Tonight in Oban So safe journey To the Bowie boy
1: Yeah listen I think um, In the end of course It turned into A comfortable result But we just We must credit Morton For the way they went About things in the first half They deserve it Myrtle did a really Top job
2: Yeah I thought They played really well 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 organised And I know They defended for most Of the game but that's still an art as well, you've got to defend well and when you look at the, the quality of strikers you're defending against and they've managed to hold them out for so long and then after the first goal I, I can understand George saying that the heads have and down a wee bit because the, the Morton players knew there's not a way back, everything's going to go Celtic's way then and I thought Celtic did raise the, the pace of the, in the second half, created more chances and looked much sharper as I said, James Forrest, I thought he created so many chances throughout the game. Dembele, two great efforts, one over the top as well. So, no, it's it's come at the right time for him to get another couple of goals.
0: I was interested to hear Gordon Dalc say that he thinks Scott Sinclair will start against Rangers at Ibrooks, which is now Celtic's next match. If you're taking off at half time against a Championship side, clearly because you're doing nothing of any consequence. I mean, there, there maybe no, was no, an injury, but yeah. it didn't look like it. No, no, it didn't look like it at all. Uh, I don't think that Does much for your self-esteem I repeat I don't think Scott Sinclair Who was
1: fabulous For Celtic last season I don't think he merits a start Look at this um, Stephen's Starting the comedy festival Early this year He says Tell George after the first goal Morton went to bits and pieces ah. and There yeah. we go oh, yeah. Love it Well done Stephen That <laughs> was, was uh,
3: Clark five.
1: <laughs> uh, George, George Bowie <laughs> Just joining us on the phone line there If you want to have your say Why not pick up the phone 01419511025 The lines are open Right now, it's not only about looking back on the Celtic game; it's about looking ahead to tomorrow's games as well. Rangers banging conference at home to Falkirk, and of course, uh, at Motherwell against Hearts as well at Fir Park. Let's speak to Sean and Sterling. Hi, Sean. Hi, guys. How you doing? Not bad, Sean. What's your point tonight? It's just to
6: make a point on the uh, standard of the referees in Scotland. Um, I'm a season ticket holder at Ibrox, and I think John Beaton's had four or five big games. Ibrox, and obviously after the penalty decision today. How how do you think you can improve the standard?
0: I don't. Th- there is no magic formula. No. Uh, either they're, they're they're good referees or they're not. Uh, either they see things clearly or they don't. Uh, I think we've we've hit a bad time in Scottish football for the quality of the referees. Uh, some of the decisions are clearly laughable, uh, mm. and I think it was. Unfortunately, and then some for Morton, that the penalty was awarded when the offence was clearly outside the box because, as everyone has brought up, it was 1-0, it changed the complexion of the game entirely. But for me, Sean, there is no magic formula. How do you make a referee better overnight?
3: You know, you know it gets to me here, and I've, and I've seen some, and I've read, you know, some fellow pros saying, oh... If they became full-time they would be better referees How's that going to make them A exactly. better referee yeah. It's I all agree. about that Split-second decision yeah. Not that they're going to earn 60 grand a year You know That's not going to make yeah, them but, be- Better referees is, is it
1: not like anything If you do something more often You're better at it
3: Well they're all refereeing The same amount of games It's not to do with that.
1: Yeah, might practice during the week Practice what? Making decisions and just dedicating all their their time to it Surely somebody that's professional at something Is is, is by definition better than someone who's not
2: Again we've got to to look down in England They've got problems with their referees as well Yeah that's that's the the perfect counter argument I get that that, that, That's that's the way you've got I think our referees I think they're they're very fit They go through all the tests of a full time referee down south They're very fit Again it's very difficult Because we see so much football on television now we see so many things played over and over and over again to actually find out, yeah. was it a penalty, was it oh, a handball? Y- y- here's
1: the other side of it, because I, I, I'm not actually disagreeing. I'm just trying to show both sides of the argument. If... Being a full-time ref doesn't make you better. Why does any league in the world bother with it? Why doesn't well, everyone exactly, just be part-time exactly. refs?
3: I've no idea. You're giving them plenty well, there must of be money a reason. for making the same decision. But, but being fitter is not going to make 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 better decisions. Getting the right decisions. They're always going to make bad decisions. Okay. The problem in this country is there's too many big big decisions that are wrong that are costing clubs. The answer
0: to your question, Gordon, why do they do it? They do it in the pursuit of excellence. Uh, sometimes the excellence is not delivered. Uh, at other times. Great calls will be made um, When it comes to Scottish football I'm not sure Our referees are Very handsomely paid I mean I think The, the last time I checked They we were on £850 a game Top flight I think yeah. It's something in that region Yeah So if you're going to make them Full time You therefore have to compensate For the loss of wages In their full time jobs But I'm not convinced That more money More time To be devoted to it Necessarily makes them Better referees
2: to The referees in England What's happening to them now? They're now in bringing in VAR yeah. So people now thinking We've got to see the video As well as the referees' decision uh-huh. so, so now That's their full-time referees And it's not good yeah. enough They're not yeah. good enough to do that So yeah. our referees and I'm not patting them in the back But it's, for me it's the toughest job in football That referees have got More than anyone else
1: uh, Sean, just before we let you go I know you're a Rangers fan So keen to get your thoughts ahead of tomorrow's game
7: yeah, I think um, I think well, uh, Jamie Murphy will be
6: a big loss for us, especially um, next week against Celtic. But I just think that you know, as long as we get four or five goals under the belt and get confidence up, then
1: we'll do we'll do all right against Celtic. Well, Sean's setting his sights high, Derek. Um, but Jamie Murphy, he's, he's not definitely going out in that no, no, game next
3: week. Murphy just saying that there's every chance it's not as bad as they thought it would be. So there is a chance he can play, but he will be missed. That's for sure if he doesn't play in the game. That's why it's important tomorrow that Murphy plays a right man in that wide left because if, if Jamie Murphy's not going to make it, whoever plays there tomorrow looks as if that's going to be the first choice after him.
1: Uh, Sean, I guess you summing up the, the way the, the conference is flowing at the moment, he says you know expecting four and five goals. We know that that's not often possible. Um, but, but Rangers fans are expecting goals at the moment just because of what's been happening in the last couple of weeks.
0: I think we'll get them against Falkirk. And I also think they'll get goals against Celtic. I think for the first time in two years, uh, since Ronnie Dyler left, uh, Rangers have a team now capable of giving Celtic a game. The Celtic fans have had great fun at Rangers' expense over the last two seasons. They have enjoyed scoring five against Rangers at Celtic Park, five against them at Ibrox. They have just enjoyed these games, going into everyone confidently expecting to win. I think Rangers have a team who a week tomorrow can alter that. I think they have a team capable of
1: giving Celtic a game something they have not had for two years. Celtic's performance today the referee decision the games tomorrow between Rangers and Falkirk and uh, Motherwell and Hearts all subjects you might want to get involved in on today's open line it's open right now 01419511025 let's quickly check in for a final preview at Petaudry ahead of Aberdeen and Kilmarnock Dave
8: yeah just to recap uh, on the team lines uh, Kilmarnock firstly three changes for them Stuart Finlay Gary Dicker and Chris Boyd replace Yusuf Malumbu Gordon Greer and Aaron Shibola it's Jamie McDonald in goals across the back it's uh, Stephen O'Donnell, Kirk Broadfoot, Stuart Finlay and Greg Taylor. Midfield, Rory McKenzie, Alan Power, Gary Dicker and Jordan Jones. Up front, Eamon Brophy and Chris Boyd. The subs for Killy, Fasson, Kilty, Scott Boyd, Erwin, Simpson, Shibola, and Burke for Aberdeen, just briefly, they make uh, three changes. In come Graeme Shinney, Adam Rooney and Ryan Christie. Out go Andy Considine, Chidi Wakali and Gary McKay-Steven. So it's Freddie Woodman in goals across the back. Shea Logan, Cowrie Arneson, Scott McKenna and Graham Shinney. Two sitting midfielders, Anthony O'Connor and Kenny McLean. Then a three of Niall McGinn, Ryan Christie and Stevie May. Behind the main striker, Adam Rooney. Subs for Aberdeen today, Rogers, Reynolds, Harvey, Wakali, Mackay, Stephen, and Maynard, Match referee, Stephen McLean.
1: Open line only open for another 40 minutes or so, so get your calls in. Hugh Evans, Murdo McLeod, and Derek Johnson and Gordon D. L are here, and they want to talk to you.
2: Clyde1 Super Scoreboard with LabBrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap-in. Please gamble
0: responsibly. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Open Line
1: Yes the phone lines Are open a good bit Earlier than usual So if we've caught you out You can still get in touch 141951. One zero two five. Hugh Keevens, Murdoch McLeod, and Derek Johnson are here. Gordon DL is still at Celtic Park where he watched Celtic beat Morton by three goals to nil. If you have any thoughts on today's games, if you'd want to look ahead to tomorrow's games or anything else that's on your mind, do get in touch. I would expect Hugh within the next, well, before we come off air, certainly to hear from Brendan Rogers and Jim Duffy as well.
0: Yeah, Brendan Rogers can only be satisfied. First half disappointing. Second half, good enough to take care of business for the day. Celtic get the semi-final draw. Two good goals for Moussa Dembele. Boost his confidence for Ibrox. Uh, Odson Edward looked a player when he came on. Uh, as I say, in my estimation, I don't think Scott Sinclair has got it in his game right now to be an automatic pick. Uh, and I think Brendan Rodgers might have that as his big Personnel
1: decision Of the week Before he plays Rangers at Gordon DL You obviously watched the game John Paul's on Twitter Feeling that Dembele Perhaps is starting to find form At the right time Three in his last two what do you make of that?
4: Yeah, I thought he had a better second half than he did the first, and uh, I thought his goal was a terrific header, a good leap. Um, he led the line well. I, I heard you touching on that. He was even, you know, back helping his defence, working very hard. So he'll be looking forward to next week. I'm just looking at the Celtic players. They do their training after the game, and a good news for Celtic: Armstrong and Griffiths is out there as well. So they can't be too far away, although they're not training with the squad there with the physio, I think, but they're doing a bit of running. But I think that you touched on there, Scott Sinclair, I'm not saying that Brendan Rodgers will play him. I would not be surprised if he did. I think Celtic's big problem for next week is who plays in that right-back position. Mm-hmm. And and if, if Rangers are desperate, you know, I think Murphy could be a big player next week, especially against the full-back because Lustig, if uh, obviously he'll be missing, uh, the the sort of a played the Ayer on that side, uh, Tierney was allowed to just go forward as he normally does, which leaves a you know it looks like a back three, but the minute they lose the ball, he goes back into a back four. I don't think it, I none of the centre backs look comfortable getting dragged out into that wide area, so it's going to be really interesting. You're talking about Scott Sinclair. I'm going to be real interested. How does Brendan Rodgers fill that gap next week?
2: You've got Gam- Gamboa, who's been playing recently. He's been on the bench for so many Murdoch, times.
4: Uh, Murdoch, he would have been in today. Yeah, he
1: surely. barely plays, doesn't he? Yeah. That's it's, it's yeah. so obvious at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah uh, but, I don't, but that I is don't a problem position. Play.
2: You're right because if they want to play a three at the back, then that they're comfortable with that. They've got three centre backs in there, but if they want a flat back four, you want a natural right back to go and play in that area.
4: Yeah, if you're going to go with a three at the back, that means that James Forrest has got to be your wing back in the right hand side. Now, will Brendan Rodgers trust that at um, that's a big question Mark it's going to be interesting to see what he does is it's young okay Ralston
3: still injured or is he yeah, coming, I mean, back he's or? He's he's coming back he's only well, just Rolston,
4: coming back well Ralston guys is out he's working with the squad just now but again uh, he's been out for months yeah. God, months yeah I don't see him playing I think, I think it'll be nearer the the team that started today, Hugh, I think that was what was in Brendan's mind today. Get my players out there for next week, when I on next week, get a few goals, get them a bit of match time, get them a sharpness. They'll get a lot of possession, they'll get a lot of touches of the ball. But the big question mark is, Scott Sinclair get hooked at half-time, yeah. why was uh, that? I
2: think I think you'd be looking at it as well, that Edouard coming on, he, he was impressive today when he came on. He looked sharp and we're getting his goal and he's... He's lifted the tempo of the game a wee bit as well in the second half. So I think, obviously, he's the one that's maybe... Put his name down For for would, next would, week Does well, that, that's would would that mean half I'm half going
4: to two up front Guys That's and that's what you've got To ask yourself the question You yeah, yeah. could play Rodgers. just off him Like he did Like he
1: yeah. has done well, an, t- A I number of
4: Tom, times Tom Rogic must come in And play at Ibrox no, A bit wider though I'm saying th- Well off the left hand side He's would, done it pro- a few times I would pro- Yeah come on As a sob Gordon I go into Ibrox When Rangers are playing Very well just now I think it's a different uh, Situation I think that If he was going to trust to off that left hand side He would go with McGregor Because he's He's opted for that um option in Europe as well so going to Ibrox I think he would trust McGregor more in that left hand side to do the defensive work as well
1: Okay Jim Duffy was the first manager into the press room at Celtic Park we're going to bring you that very soon we'll get his thoughts on the game and of course that penalty decision it looked well to everyone outside the box John Beaton thought it was inside what does Jim Duffy make of it we'll find out in a moment or two but let's speak to John who is a Rangers fan hi John Good
9: evening sir good afternoon gentlemen enjoy hi.
1: the winter yeah, yes John.
5: Yeah. the winter
9: Right, hey, I've never seen the game, obviously, Mr Beaton, Mr Pathetic, that's that, That's my opinion of Mr Beaton, Pathetic, Steve McLean, Pathetic, uh, Willie Cullen, Pathetic, Thompson, Pathetic. Any referees you do like, John? It's not, it's not about, no, it's not a case I don't like them, they're pathetic. Okay,
1: any who are not pathetic, in your opinion?
9: The, well, see what we're talking about, professionalism and stuff like that, and you said aim for excellence. What excellence are we getting? Because we're talking about them again. Mr Beaton, next week, will be talking to his again. It doesn't matter if Rangers Celtic or the Rangers Aberdeen. No matter, Mr Beaton will be talking to the He can't even get a game against in a Scottish Cup tie, get a penalty decision right. What, 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 what do you need to do for these men to be held accountable for what they do?
0: Well, as I said to you, uh, you can't make them better referees overnight. They are our referees. Without referees, you don't have a game. Uh, If they have made mistakes and disappointed you, then that's, I'm afraid, too bad. Because referees the world over make mistakes. But I do agree we're going through a bad phase in Scotland where they're easy uh, men to criticise because too many decisions are wrong. You're quite
9: right. You say you get paid £850 for what? Three hours work or four hours work at the most? You know what I mean? And if I've got a game during the week, that's...
0: £1,700 Yeah but you can have a £20,000 a week striker Who who can go through a bad phase You know the the actual money is not the concern The concern is that they seem to get very basic things wrong Uh, It did not look to us as if that was a hard decision to make
1: I can't can't really defend it because it was obviously wrong But I wonder how, how basic was it at full speed because we we, yeah. we all see replays instantly. I'm wondering, at absolute full speed, Gordon, been at the game for instance. As soon as you saw it, what was your reaction?
4: I thought it was outside the box from here. But the first thing I always do when you know I look at the referees' positioning, Gordon, mm-hmm. and John Beaton's positioning was good. So I don't know how he's called it wrong. Um, he certainly got the this decision wrong. And um, you're going to get. We're going to talk about is it full-time referees? Is it you know what? How can yeah. we make them better? We just need to accept these guys are going to make mistakes Uh, Sometimes I think the referees get too much blame They work very, very hard, Gordon We witness that with some of the top referees And the gyms and the way they go about their business And the the way they try and keep their fitness up there They're going to make mistakes, it's as simple as that And um, and I don't think going professional full-time Is going to make any difference to them Let's hear what Jim Duffy made of it all then
10: I was delighted with most of the performance. Of course, we made mistakes for the goals, and obviously we started the game well, which was important. I think we started first 15 15-20 minutes where you know we looked confident, and you know that was important for us. I mean, I know it's a, a, the cliche statement, but if you come here, you want to try and start the game well and not allow Celtic to get a foothold in the game. And I think, and we done that, and then Celtic started to grow into the game as, the, as you would expect them to do. And then the kind of last twenty minutes of the first half, we were. You know, we we'll just having to work hard and, and stay compact and stay in the game. We've done that, but Celtic changed the personnel, changed the system a bit, and um, and also changed the tempo of their game in the second half. They moved it quicker, they interchanged quicker, and and obviously they've got that, They've got not just one player with class, they've got um, team players with class and class, um, told an end. Um, but from my point of view, the the effort, the organisation, and the work ethic for the players was terrific. And when you come here, the first thing you want to do is. Make it difficult for Celtic not don't hand them it and I think we done that uh, by and large and you know again we were getting tired as as we went on because the players end up having to chase much in the second half but for the overall you know I'm, uh, I'm disappointed about losing the game you know I think it was a bit contentious a second goal the penalty it looked it as if it was outside the box and that you know no saying we would have get back into the game or not but it just uh, gives Celtic that um, bit more. Take me to relax and, 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 and control the game. Whereas if you're still at one nothing, there's, there's always that wee chance that you can maybe catch catch an opportunity um, or, or an error. But listen, Celtic so are top-class side. They've, they've beaten teams here comprehensively um, for the last few years. So I think the players can take an enormous amount of credit for it. But ultimately, we're still disappointed about, about losing.
0: Yeah, I thought that would be the way Jim would look at it. You know, he's a vastly experienced manager. He knows that, that the whole... Game turned on its head first 20 minutes Morton were in the match The last 70 minutes They weren't And uh, Celtic As he said Have such a squad That you can uh, bring on Odson, Eduard And he can make A significant contribution And further enliven Musa Dembele So Yes A contentious decision As Jim Duffy said But not necessarily The one decision That stood between Morton And elimination From the cup Celtic eliminated Morton from the cup With a comprehensive when they didn't get into this last four draw because of that penalty decision
2: yeah I think uh, when you, you look at the whole 90 minutes Jim would be delighted because obviously that's what he's worked on all week Hugh how to defend you know can uh, Tierney coming down the left hand side James Forrest coming down the right hand side so obviously he's been working with his team the whole week and talking to them all week I know he's not been out in the training ground so much but he'd still be sitting in a room talking about Celtic the videos would be out this is what we've got to do. And I thought they did their job really well. And then they were a wee bit unfortunate. The second goal, penalty kick. They just disputed penalty kick. But that just kind of f- finished it for them, 2 nothing. But I-, I think Jim would be delighted the way his players responded to what he w-
3: they were asked yeah. to do this week. Yeah, you, you couldn't fault that. Where I enjoyed what he said there as well was when he said the goals, especially the... Uh, the third one You know Was a mistake by us So he knows These two centre backs yeah. Are not looking You know They're not looking For their man In the score But No I mean, Just as we thought He would be He's not bawling And shouting About the penalty no. kick He yeah. accepted He thought it was a bit dubious That's all you get From yeah. Jim
1: 01419511025 Keep your calls coming We're going to hear From Celtic boss Brendan Rogers After these
0: After they play You have your say 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line
1: Hugh Keevans, Murdo McLeod, Derek Johnson and Gordon D. L are here And they are waiting to take your calls It's a bit earlier than normal We are finishing early this afternoon We're on a reduced service because the weather has wiped out the fixtures Usually at this time
3: in the afternoon Derek, you give us the scoreboard Gores I certainly shall And here we go Scottish Cup quarterfinal Celtic 3 Morton nil. That was great thank you And down oh, south In English Premier League Burnley 2 Everton 1 there I we thank go. you
1: Yes indeed Remember all of the SPFL card Wiped out by the weather This afternoon We do have two Scottish Cup ties One down one to go This afternoon Between Aberdeen And Kilmarnock That's kicking off In the next moment or so So we'll give you Updates whilst we still can And then tomorrow We will look ahead To Rangers Falkirk And Motherwell Against Hearts. Keep your calls coming. In the meantime, let's hear what Brendan Rogers made of today's game.
11: Well, a very tricky tie for us, especially with the week that we've had. Um, so I think our lack of training time showed in the first half uh, weren't to our standard really in terms of our intensity and pressing and creativity. Um, but also give credit to, to Greenock, Morton, because I thought that uh, they had good organisation, they got some good players in their team and uh, I thought they, they worked really well. I made a similar last year, you know, when we uh, were 1-0 down to St Mirren at home. So, um, it's always tough games these, but we needed to change it. I wanted to change it at half-time to be better for the second half. I think Altson came in and made a huge difference into the game, uh, slightly changed the, the shape of the team. And, um, and like I said, we had much better control and intensity second half. So, um, yeah, really pleased to to get into the semi-final again this year and, uh, like I say, pleased with the result, pleased with the second half, not so happy with the first half. What were your
7: thoughts on the penalty that was awarded to you?
11: Yeah, I've seen it on the on the, the camera, you're always happy to get them, there's always a wee bit of doubt, looked like it was close to the line, um, so um, but it's never easy for the, for the officials when they've got to make that decision straight away. You know, at the time I thought it was a penalty, but of course, when you analyse it, we're all experts. When we watch it five times, um, and uh, like I say, it was uh, you know a good good penalty then taken in the end by by Musa. Well, if
0: it be against Celtic, it'd be a different story. But the the most telling thing that Brendan Rogers said there, Gordon, was that he changed things at half time to be better. In other words, there was nothing wrong with Scott Sinclair. He was taken off because he wanted Odson-Edouard on and he wanted better intensity from Celtic. So, for me, uh, it underlines the question to be asked before the Rangers game a week tomorrow. Does Scott Sinclair merit a starting place in this Celtic side?
1: Uh, that is the big question If you've got an answer to it Why not give us a call 01419511025 You've got 15 minutes to do it Because we're in a, a bit of a shorter programme this afternoon So 15 minutes to get your calls in Give us your thoughts on today's games Your preview of tomorrow's games as well 01419511025 Before we do take more of your calls Let me tell you about this Very, very important indeed
12: Clyde One One What is it? Where is it? Extra with wholesale domestic bathrooms. Where bathrooms mean everything.
1: Now, if you're looking for something to cheer you up after a few days stuck in the house thanks to the snow, listen to this, because someone in Glasgow and the West will win 10 Thousand pounds next week, and it could well be you. Clyde ones, what is it? Where is it? Extra with wholesale domestic bathrooms in Hillington, as usual. If you've got a G M L P A K A or F K in your postcode, you can enter, and it's very simple to do so. Just text the word yes to six one zero two five. That's yes to six one zero two five. A winner will be chosen at random when the lines close at nine a.m. next Friday. Text cost two pounds. T's and C's and online entry are at ClydeOne.com and all that's left for us to do is to wish you. Good luck, ten thousand pounds, DJ. You would do some damage with that, would you not? Oh,
3: absolutely, that'd last me a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh,
1: just listening to, to Brendan Rodgers there, Gordon Dale who's still at Celtic Park. That assessment match, yours.
4: Yeah, I had to. I thought he'd give it the usual fifteen minutes, have a word with the players, but Brendan Rodgers decided to change it. Get a little bit more fire up front with the Dembele and it certainly worked, because they did move the ball a lot quicker in the second half, their movement as Jim Duffy, the Morton manager said, was a lot better as well, caused the Morton players all sorts of problems, and the longer the game was going on, you could see that the Morton players were getting tired, because they would put so much work and so much effort into the game, um, chasing the ball and uh, the class of Celtic just told in the end, but uh, a lot of credit goes to Jim and his, his, his team, I'm sure that will stand them in good stead for the, the run in the Championship, but uh, Celtic first team in the hat, and uh, It'll be interesting to see with the big game coming up next week um, what team that Brendan Rodgers does play. Scott Sinclair, will he play. As I said, you know, he get he get hooked at half-time because his performances have not been good. But Brendan Rogers might just look and think, well, this is a guy that still scored, what, about 15, 16 goals a season. Um, I know that he's not been the same player as uh, the season before, but he's a big game player, he's got opportunity to maybe throw McGregor in the wide area as well, so he's got options there and as I say, once again, the Celtic squad that didn't feature uh, are out doing a, a really hard training session.
2: Again, well, you were looking at the, the Celtic team today I know he wasn't involved much, but compare, mm-hmm. you think he'll start the game next week? He, he,
4: looked, he didn't have a lot to do, Murdo, so it's very hard to judge him, mm. uh, but he looked a little bit Nervy just needs time to settle in. Uh, once again, you're playing, you know, with different players, and Craig Gordon been out the uh, free in there, so it's getting to know each other's games, strengths, weaknesses, talking to each other, getting that balance right. Um, I don't know. I've got if if I was a betting man, I'm not. I don't think he will start next week at Ivers.
1: Uh Alec was at the game, a Celtic fan. Alec, what did you make of it? Hi, panel. How we
6: doing? Good, thanks. I uh, obviously the first half was a, was a bit of a drag, you know what I mean, it took us a wee while to get going, but the second half, in, in the first five, seven minutes, Celtic could have been free up, uh, all credit to Morton, you know, they came with a, the game plan, they didn't just completely sit in, you know, they, they tried to push up when they could, but I, I think, you know, it was only going to be a matter of time that Celtic, was was going to get the breakthrough, and I obviously Dumbelli's goal, the header uh, after none, you know, it was a great goal. Uh, there was a change when, when Edward came on, and obviously you know I maybe thought that we would have seen Roberts at some point, but it wasn't to be. The uh, girls to compare, like you says, Gordon, you know you can't judge him on the day because let's be honest, he had nothing today do. Uh, so that's it, you know. We're into the next round. I think no, at this stage of the season. Performance can come second. I think it's now a case so I get the three points, I get into the next round, and then you know it's another step to the treble.
0: But That's, uh, the Sinclair, does Sinclair ever place at Ibrooks?
6: Yeah, so I, I don't, i, I, I not an automatic, you know. So if he didn't play next week, you know, it wouldn't be a shock. Whereas last season, if he wasn't in the team sheet, you'd look like, Nay Sinclair, you know what I
1: mean? Here, the thing about Musa Dembele is Because my word How often in this programme Have we debated his form this season yeah. Compared it to last season thrown transfer figures At each other And all the rest of it uh-huh. The thing about the business End of the season is If Moussa, if this is Musa Dembele At the beginning Of a, a good goal scoring run yeah. If he goes on To score significant goals Between now and the end of the season A lot of what's gone before Will be forgotten Because this is when things Are won and lost
0: I agree uh, and that's why I think he looks more motivated now Because he knows that himself uh, I thought his performance For me, he was Celtic's best player overall Because uh, he scored two Might have had a third But for Thomas Aware Heading the ball off the line He combined well with Eduard He got back and did a defensive shift when called upon and You yeah, he heard Roger,
1: Brendan Rogers saying as
0: much, didn't you? Yeah, and in general terms he just looked like someone who was enjoying being out on the park there. And uh, one transfer window has passed him by. There were stories, suggestions that Brighton wanted him. They've now gone elsewhere. Uh, so if Musa Dembele wants away from Celtic Park at the end of this season, he's coming into that period where, as you rightly say, the floor is his.
3: You know, again, I would, I would disagree with you in, in the one sense. you I thought second half, he was terrific. I think you're right. And anybody scores goals, he scored the main goals. And he was always a threat when he started running at Morton when the legs had gone a wee bit. He looked a far different player. But I thought in the first half, he didn't produce anything. As, as most of the Celtic players didn't produce anything. Yeah, it was only six. when the manager changed it at half-time and, uh, and Edward came on. I think that opened up channels, I think, for uh, Dembele himself to get the ball forward. And you go Alec. Obviously,
6: you know, getting into any old firm games, I've been on this radio station, as Hugh obviously points out, that I've always says it'll be whatever it, uh, what the score will be with Celtic want it to be. But on this occasion, this is the first time that Celtics went into an old firm game where we've no had any form, you know, we'll be no other place. Any other time that we've played Rangers, we've been flying, you know, things have been great. And we've been in and then obviously Graham Murray's done well and he's got two draws. This time we're going in, we may form. We've not been playing well. And, you know, I'm not saying that we're going to get beat. What I'm saying is, this might be the time where it's going to be like, wow, that's, that's Celtic back again.
0: Well, for the first time in two years, Alec, and it's uh, very honest of you to say that this time it will not be what Celtic wanted to be. For the first time in two years, and you, I'm sure, have enjoyed it as much as every other Celtic-supporting man, woman and child you've had your fun at Rangers expense and for the first time in two years you've got a Rangers side that could
1: beat Celtic I think we will bid farewell to Gordon Dill at this moment in time I- is it a wee bit cold by any chance?
4: Uh, no, it's roasting I've got the tinfoil on the feet, Gordon <laughs> Come prepared, me. <laughs> the players, players still on the park, Gordon? Still on the park training, Derek That's yes. a fair old session Yeah, they always do And uh, obviously uh, Even the subs are out there And good news for all Celtic I'm just watching Griffiths jogging by as well Armstrong. Is he? he been us...
3: doing the full boonah?
4: No Or has no, he done his own thing with the he's physio? Do, he's doing his own stuff Armstrong looks very, very sharp He's working very hard with the physio as well So uh, Obviously there'll be competition The run for Celtic
1: OK thanks and good I was going to say good night It's really just good afternoon isn't it We're off yeah. a bit earlier today But that was Gordon DL You've still got time to squeeze in A couple of more calls though So let's hear from you Let's look to tomorrow's games What about any Rangers fans Are you expecting a comfortable afternoon Falkirk fans Can you cause the upset And what about Motherwell Hearts That looks on paper like it's going to be a close one 01419511025 Let's hear what Graham Murthy makes of Falkirk's
7: challenge It's a big challenge for us because we know that anyone coming to Ibrox is not necessarily going to be as open or as expressive as they may be at home. But we have to go and embrace the challenge and and take it as a positive thing because we can go and set down another marker on the journey that we're on. We're in a a good way at the moment. The guys are very, very positive. They're hungry for the next challenge. And once again, they wanted to go and uh, win the next game get through to the next round and really finish the season off on a high. I've said to them all the way through that you just have to go and win the next game and they're really enjoying their football at the moment. It's always the challenge at this football club to win a trophy, to be challenging for a trophy. The guys know what we expect from them. I've said to them, go and compete in every every trophy and every competition that you're in. We have another opportunity on Sunday to go and take the next step and it's all about that. It's all about focusing on the next step and making sure we build something. Um, But as we've said, it's a one-off game. We need to make sure we get the game taken care of and do it in the right way because we don't want to look at winning a trophy until we get the opportunity. We haven't given ourselves the opportunity of winning the trophy yet. We have to get to the final. So what we have to do is take care of our next opponent and that's all we'll be focusing on.
1: We've got a big goal in the other Scottish Cup quarter final this afternoon. It comes after eight minutes and it comes for Aberdeen. Graham Shinney, back in the team after suspension, slots the ball beyond Jamie McDonald, and it is 1-0 to the Dons. On one hand, that will... Settle some pre-match nerves Hugh Kevens. But on the other Being behind is not generally Of a concern to Kilmarnock
0: No You have to give them credit For the resilience That they've shown Under Stevie Clark. But I did think Prior to the game The loss of Malumbu Was massive for Kilmarnock As was the loss of uh, Gordon Greer And within 9 minutes Greer Minus the Out of the defence Kilmarnock got a goal down So It has the potential to be a good day for Aberdeen I think it's, do not right off Kelly
3: I think it's the strongest Aberdeen side for a while Everybody's fit And all the big players Are back yeah. in again you right. know? And, Christie and, back and in. to be fair And to be fair If Aberdeen are on song You know Everybody's going to struggle Against them Even Kilmarnock but, I expect Aberdeen To get a couple of more goals And win the game A wee bit more comfortably But again Aberdeen fans Will
2: just say "No, We're, we're beating Kilmarnock at home It was last week Was their big game that was a game that they had to turn up for, and they didn't turn up for it.
1: So a, a Graham Shinney's goal after nine minutes separating Aberdeen and Kilmarnock. So far, back to what we heard from Graham Murty there you can understand the confidence that's coming from yeah. um, the Rangers fans at the moment. Hugh Keevens, just simply because of the some of the attacking football that's been on show. Not not only the volume in terms of the goals that have been scored, the number of goals, um, but s- some attractive goals in there as well.
0: Yeah, I think Rangers will win comprehensively tomorrow. As comprehensively as Celtic have done today against Morton uh, I also think, as I've said That for the first time in two years Rangers have a side who can live with Celtic A week, tomorrow And Alec, a, a regular caller to this programme The man who practically invented the phrase The score will be wherever Celtic wanted you to be You are never going to let him live he, that he down, is, are you? But he has been honest enough And I've praised him for his honesty He said, not this weekend Or not next weekend rather uh, so Rangers have the capacity to have a grandstand finish to this season And they are a club searching for a symbol of success Which shows that after the years in the lower leagues After the years of turmoil and chaos uh, They are genuinely back in the big time
1: Derek, what's your gut reaction then? Does Graham murty play the closest possible <laughs> 11 to the one that's going to face Celtic Or... Do we see Jason Cummings Come in Do we see a bit of Experiment Not experimentation But do, do we see changes Or do we see the closest Possible team to the one Which plays Celtic next week
3: The thing is If, if John's not going to be Fit the left back And I think he's The best left back At Rangers I've got To be perfectly honest
1: You don't if, think Wallace Will if, get if back he, in if Even if he he's make
3: that, And Wallace is fit I mean you can't play Andy Halliday at left back Against James Forrest I mean I mean There's just It's yeah. be, um, He runs by I mean, James Forrest is one of The quickest men in the world Andy Halliday's not The quickest In the world that's you quite know, a no, high no, praise. No, it's certainly just going back he, into football. You remember? You know, he, <laughs> so he's, he is. he's very, very quick. So, yeah. so, what does he do? If he is thinking of of Stern's not going to make it, then he's got to play Wallace tomorrow. I know he's not played in seven months, but he, he's been there. He's done the training. He's played in a lot of little games. The only way you're going to know if he's going to be fit is by playing him. Alves is the same. I mean, Rangers beat St. Johnson during the week and, you know, and they played well, loads of chances. But look at the goal they lost. A simple corner kick, the goalkeeper's taken out and there's nobody marking the centre-half three yards out and heads it in the net. You know, if you've got Alves back in there six foot two inches tall, it wouldn't surprise me if he played tomorrow. And if he plays tomorrow Alves, then I would expect him to play next Sunday as well.
1: Alec and Sandy Hills, talk to us. Hi,
6: how you doing, Colin?
1: I'm um, Hugh. Hugh
6: and Derek.
1: Hi, Alec. Hello Can I sp- can speak to you Show for a minute Hugh's here They're all here They're all listening I don't know who Colin is By the way But <laughs> oh, sorry. on you go <laughs> Should, Yes sir uh,
6: Quite a number of times I heard you saying That Rangers would live In the shadow of Celtic As long as Brendan Rogers Was at Parkhead Is that right Correct What's your thoughts Now now
0: uh, Exactly the same I uh, don't think it would be the same Until such time As Rangers win the league title Then what I said uh, Holds true I did not say Rangers will never again win a game against Celtic While well, Brendan Rodgers is the manager I said they would live in Celtic's shadow So I do think they have a chance Against Celtic a week tomorrow For the first time in oh, two are. years Rangers have a team capable Of yes. giving Celtic a game Which they have not had for two years But until such time as Rangers win the title Then what I said holds true Do
6: you think if Rangers beat Celtic next Sunday is a good chance? Do you think they'll win the title?
0: Uh, the, the gap will be down to three points And Celtic will have a game in hand No, no, that no. won't happen no. April 4th, Alec oh, uh, It's already right. been rescheduled yep. okay. uh, uh, That's why a man earlier on in the week Called me a fantasist For saying that there was a league race on <laughs> You've been called much worse than I that. that I don't know I why know that, that. one's stuck in your throat but so much Because if the lead was reduced to three points how could you be described as a fantasist for saying yeah, there was a, yeah. a, a, a title race on? You know, you have to get real here. If Celtic win at Ibrox, go nine points Finished. clear and have a game in hand, then nothing would convince you that uh, Rangers would have a chance at the title. But if Rangers beat Celtic and the gap is three points... Then even with the game in hand Celtic would have to be careful Between now and the end of the season
1: Thanks to Alec and Sandy Hills I do want to nod towards Motherwell and Hearts We've not really managed to get round to it We tried to play Stephen Robinson earlier And then a goal went in So let's get the thoughts of the Motherwell manager
12: It's been tough You know obviously the the weather's put pay, that pay to any real preparation. If we're being honest, we're lucky we got the facility at Ravenscreek, so we were able to train there today. You know, nobody could get out of their houses yesterday, so it was a, a bit of a farce, So we, we had to do the right thing. The boys just went to the gym, made their way to the gym themselves. You know, so um, we haven't had as much preparation time as we want, but I would imagine hearts would be be very similar. You know, so that's definitely no excuse. But um, we're well versed in what we want to do and, and how we want to play. So I don't think that'll be a major problem for us. It'll be tough. You know, there's there's been nothing between the two sides in the three meetings. Obviously, um, we beat them here. we drew, and um, they beat us. So, you know, it's it's all square, really. So this one's a decider, really. But um, it's a tough game. I watched them on Tuesday night. They're, they're a decent side. They're well organised. You know, they don't concede many goals, as, as we know. But, um, you know, we're confident we're, we're at home. There'll be a big crowd backing us. And, you know, if we play at the tempo and the, the drives that we have in our game, then, you know, I'm confident. I think the, the League Cup gives you the aims to go and do it again. You know, we were disappointed. We de- we didn't win on the day, and it gave us a real drive and ambition to get back there again. You know, and we've we've put ourselves in a great chance. We've had two difficult games to get here, and you know, we've we've done that. We've overcame them, and now um, you know, we've got great opportunity on Sunday.
1: Whilst I appreciate that games are not played on paper, the three there are only four points separate these sides in the league, and the three games so far a win each and a draw and never buy more than one goal in it I think that paints a bit of a picture as to how close you would expect this one to be tomorrow
2: I think I think it's so important now for Motherwell they've got off to a good start this season I mean through a dip and now they're back again and I think this is the type of team if they're up for it Motherwell that they can be because They're both scrapping types of teams They're both getting about it Their attitude's great They're difficult to beat sides And being at home I think that's the most important thing That they can turn up and knock hearts out
1: Hugh Keevans, that just about brings the programme to a close this afternoon A bit of a change in the format Due to the weather hampering the fixture card Sum up the day's football And what we've got lying ahead Game of two halves To use
0: an old cliche For Celtic uh, against Morton First half by Brendan Rodgers' own admission Not good enough he took matters into his own hands Left Sinclair In the dressing room Brought on Odson Edward. It changed everything Two goals for Moussa Dembele One for Edward. Confidence for those players High going into the game Against Rangers At Ibrox A week tomorrow Aberdeen One up And looking as if They'll be in the last four Last four will be Celtic Rangers at Aberdeen and whoever wins
1: it for part Here a he goes with his predictions <laughs> Thank you to Hugh Kevens, Murdo McLeod and Derek Johnson For joining me, Gordon Duncan in the studio Thanks to the guys that kept an eye on things at Celtic Park But the biggest thanks of this afternoon And any afternoon really goes to you Thank you for listening Thank you for getting in touch But don't go anywhere because Gavin Pearson is up next A bit of a different afternoon for you Gavin's going to take you through the remainder of the afternoon Remember, some crackers tomorrow Rangers against Falkirk and Motherwell Hearts And we're back Monday night at 6 o'clock Hugh Kevens, Derek Johnson, and myself to do it all again.
4: At Carphone Warehouse, we'll never be
9: beaten on price because.